0: Welcome back. This is Jim Simbola, Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle. We are going to continue my new series, The Calling, a podcast for Christian leaders. Have you ever had anyone say to you, what is God saying to the church? What is the Lord saying to the church? I've heard that for lots of years, and I've analyzed it deeply and tried to come to some conclusions as an answer to that question. It touches on the fact to me that one of the great needs today is a return to prophetic preaching. I think there's a lack right now, an absence almost, of prophetic preaching that comes right from the heart of God. Now that might sound spooky to some of you, prophetic, what do you mean, foretelling events and all of that? No, that is part of the prophet's role, he would foretell events. Isaiah, Jeremiah would foretell what would happen. Even in the New Testament, there were people who would foretell what might happen to Paul or that there would be a great famine hitting the land of Judea in Israel. But I mean more forthtelling, because part of the prophet's role was to tell what God is thinking, what God is saying at that moment to those people. Not so much about the future, but what God thinks about what's going on on the ground level. We're missing that note. We're missing that note in our preaching. To prove that point, though, you know that passage in Scripture that closes out every of the seven letters that Jesus writes to the church in Revelation chapters 2 and 3. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Well, that speaks to this question about what is God saying to the church? And my reply to that is, it depends what church you're in. In other words, you can't take the first letter, the letter to Ephesus, where they had lost their first love, and take that letter and transfer it to the church in Philadelphia or Laodicea or Pergamum, one of those other churches. Why? Because that letter wasn't to them. It was to Ephesus. God knew exactly what was happening in that church. So when we say, what is God saying to the church? He's probably saying a thousand things to the church. If the church is filled with legalism, he's speaking to them about that. If the church is filled with division and strife or racism, I'm sure he wants to talk to them about that so that they'll be conformed to the image of what God wants his church to be. That brings us to this point of the prophetic note in preaching. I think the hardest thing about preaching both to your own congregation or to go out and preach even more difficult is, what is Jesus saying to that group of people? What would he say if he took the microphone this Sunday from you? What would he say to your congregation? Because he knows everything. You know, he said to one church, I know your works and your labor and this and that, but I have this against you, you've lost your first love, etc." So what would Jesus say? And sometimes in the more mechanical expositional series, always doing one of those, we can lose track of the fact that it's not just giving information to the church and to the people, what the Bible teaches, but the prophetic element of what is God saying to those people at that time. And that's why Paul, as he travels, was always conscious of the weaknesses of the churches that he was writing back to. He could speak to the problem. Now, it would behoove us, I think, as leaders to spend time with the Lord to get what is his letter to the Brooklyn Tabernacle? How in the world could I possibly minister effectively if I don't know how Christ looks at my church? Not how my peers look at it, not what people who visit think, oh, this is great and all that, uh, if they should think that. But what does the Lord think? And then address that. It's like when you go to a doctor. The doctor doesn't say, look, I got some pills for you. No, the doctor says, I got to examine you. And he takes a bunch of tests and he gets cholesterol levels and blood pressure and all of that. And then he sits down with you and says, this is what you need. Why? Because I've tested you. I've examined you. This is what you need. So whatever prescription he gives, I can't run and get it because he'll say, no, that was for the guy I just examined. I haven't talked to you yet. I haven't examined you. We can't copy other ministers. We can't copy other messages. I think the hardest thing about preaching is to spend enough time with the Lord from His Word to find out what God wants us to say to the church. Must there always be a note of systematic teaching from the... Yes, absolutely. But you know, your church could be exploding with division and strife and envy and gossip and we're preaching on the importance of tithing or giving you know we're going to miss the point i would say that this note of prophetic element in our preaching is really needed don't you think today because without that we see the church end up with believers who live exactly like the world no difference and yet they're claiming to be christians why because those more penetrating words are not being spoken you can take user-friendly seeker-sensitive to a ridiculous degree, so that preaching is innocuous. It doesn't accomplish anything. It's just, I'm okay, you're okay. So as I travel around the country, and I've traveled around the world by the grace of God, that's the hard part to me, is to spend time with the Lord. Lord, what would you have me say to this congregation? Maybe they're filled with racism, and they need a message like, let it go already. Or maybe legalism, and they need an emphasis on the grace of God. Or maybe there's division and strife, and there's a lack of love. Or maybe there's great discouragement, and the church needs a word of encouragement of, come on, look at the promises of God. As we take this task of preaching seriously, it really behooves us here to say, I just don't want to give mechanical exposition of here's what the Hebrew says and here's what the Greek says. I want to know, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. I wonder how much time you and I have spent on trying to discover the letter that is written to our church. That will really help us to be effective ministers, don't you think? Now we'll know what we're dealing with. And then we can meet people where they are and help them get to the next step in their walk with the Lord rather than preaching above their heads or underneath where they're living at because God is going to show us. Now, this is not spooky. It's just so sad that charismatic excesses and craziness have made people afraid of the fact that the Lord still speaks today. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And you'll notice in those messages to the churches, there's no new doctrine. There's no new addition to the canon of scripture. No, it's specific personal words to that church that I know I need personally from myself and churches need. Oh, how excellent it is when someone comes and has a true word from the Lord, a word from God, from the word of God to our church, and it just absolutely fits. And we know, wow, this is what God is saying to us right now. Let us purpose in our hearts now. God, I just don't want to preach. I want to preach with not condemnatory, legalistic, emotional screaming at people. But God, can you not show me what you would have me say to the people that you love and that I love? I want to help them, but I have to know where they're at. You know, Charles Finney, the great uh, revivalist, he had a theory about ministry. It's not bad. He said, live among the people. Find out where they're lied to, where they're deceived, the sins that they excuse and rationalize. Find out all about them. Then go out in the woods back in his day and get alone with God and the Bible and say, God, show me the word that I can preach to help these people that you sent your son to die for. So let's not just have preaching per usual anymore. Let's ask God to put his word in our mouth so that it can hit the target and bring glory to Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen.